It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I've had an absolute stinker this morning. Basically, one of my cats um, will only drink out of a specific tap in the bathroom. Right. And then and- when we had the bathroom redone, his world was turned on its axis. And so he was then frightened. Because cats are very... Um, they need to be familiar. So what the reason when you see them mm. rubbing their faces on st- stuff and everything, they can't really relax until they walk into a room or whatever and they feel that pheromone. They can smell themselves. Right. Right, when the yeah. bathroom's completely removed and put back in again... It's new, and, and, and he mm. had no idea what was going on. So, and also, the, the cabinet was a bit higher, which mucked up his sense of perception and everything. Yeah. And only now has he started to um, being able to drink out of tap again. Beforehand, well, I literally used to pick him up and put him in front of the water fountain and st- hold him there until he would drink some of it, because otherwise he'd get dehydrated. Because um, the only other thing he'll drink out of is um, puddles in the garden. And if it's not raining, there obviously there's no puddles. So, mm. um, yeah, just an absolute fat. But now he's obsessed with the new tap. And he puts mm. both his front paws in the sink, which normally puts muddy paw, paw prints on. The, it's just a, it's just a fucking endless nightmare. People it think cats bit, are really easy. I did their own thing. It's fine. They're a pain. A total. It sounds pain. a bit thick, Luke. They are, they're both are. And the other one sat behind me now because every time I shut the door so I could do the show, he kept scratching and meowing at the door because he wants to be Meow. in here. Let him in here. He's not making he, any noise. He's, 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 there, he's having a little wash. Yeah, yeah, but that's not making. Thing. He's not going. Um, 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 he's not making like loads of noise, is he? Can't you hear him having a wash? That's you licking your own microphone. It's disgusting. Luca P. Show, here we are. Okay, Victor, you know we do the intro, so why don't you pick up and do the intro? One of the one of Luke's cats can only tell a truth, and the yeah. other one can only tell lies, yeah. and they both refuse to use the taps properly. And it's that's terrible. why I have um, burgers for dinner every night, because I don't know what to do. Exactly. Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show. Uh, two men in a room talking about sod all, to be quite frank, and that's how we fucking like it. It's a companion right? show, isn't it? To, to just for people just to go, do you know what? There's a couple of people out there worse than me. <laughs> it is, it is, they yeah. can't hold down any job, so they're why should I worry about with, it? They're obsessed with batteries, and yeah. and that's about it, really. That, yeah. That's the only. Is that our only through line? Um, something um, we talk. And pilots and 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 general aeronautics. Yeah. Um, yeah. Asteroids and fucking yeah. uh, batteries. I think, that's I, all I we think got crucially, the crucial, the crucial thing about this, um, about this show that I failed to really take into account mm. when we started doing it is that all the things that I'm really interested in, you're not really that interested in, and no. vice versa. But what's actually happened there is we end up teaching each other about stuff. I mean, all the information mm. we teach each other is wrong. But yeah, it's I just still stolen from YouTube. And, 
and I, I would like to um I would like to start today by saying that I was absolutely bloody delighted and very mm. happy mm. to meet in person the sports horn lads yesterday. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony that Richardson and uh, Mark Davison. Yeah, that was they a thrill. Can, Every now and again, they uh, the, the 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 press uh, that that we get for sports on, uh, they put an errant D in there, so they call him Mark Davidson. Yeah, I can imagine um, that's annoying. Yeah, I, I, and I imagine it happens a lot if yeah. you've got the word Davidson in there sometimes, yeah. or Davidson rather. Um, yeah, lovely lads. Uh, we're on episode um, three. Yeah. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, pretty much, um, and. Uh, it's gone well. Uh, we've had to go back and re-edit a show um, where we used the term Prince Charles uh, fifty-seven yeah. times. Um, and yeah. so, I mean, who could have seen that coming? Who, who could have seen coming? ninety-six-year-old monarch would eventually yep. at some point pass away? Yeah. So uh, we've we've had to re-record that. Uh, did you re- yeah. did you redo it? Did you make them do like fifty King Charles instead, or did you just completely can the show? I made them do fifty King Charles and then realised that is untenable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what we could just do is go. You know how this sort of thing works. We recorded this before the Queen died. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone well, calls him Prince Charles anyway. Yeah, they probably... And, and uh, my granddad was telling me on the phone the other day that um, a lot of people... This is probably one, just one of his old man jokes, but he was saying right. that a lot of people just thought um, King Charles was ill. Right. Because of the three, the three after his name. And it actually looks like the word ill. King Charles ill. Oh, okay. so people were, yeah. were saying that um, oh the Queen's died and now what Queen King Charles is next like straight away kind of thing it's like the um, it's, not used it's, to like when, it's, it's, it's like the presidential AIDS oh no the president's got AIDS no because that's spelt gonna... differently and that is a preposterous example it's not a preposterous example it's exactly the same it's, it's in the same ballpark as your nonsense it's spelt differently though Peter t- t- just tell people who are listening who may not know exactly what Sports Horn is just in case they want to check it out it's another Sports Horn if you've ever listened to underwhelming uh, British uh, talk radio or sports radio um, I've been on I, it it's, it's, listen to it I mean it's, it's talk sport it's, we take the piss out of talk sport basically yeah. um, and uh, basically yeah it's, it's 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 a comedy show a sitcom uh, based around a fictional sports radio station uh, featuring uh, the Exploding Heads uh, who are a comedy duo who you will have seen on Twitter you just will have done and even yeah. if you pretend that you haven't you have it's a bit of a coup for you, Pete, getting them in, in the in the stack stable because obviously I imagine a lot of people would have been after them how did you do it? tell us the secret how did you charm them? I mean, you've got a screwdriver in your hand right now while we're recording. So is that something to do with it? Why you? Why have you got a screwdriver in your hand? And then tell us I've how been, you wooed them. Being a busy boy, um, I just, to be honest, I've not even used this screwdriver this morning. It was just in my pocket. I've become a dad <laughs> that just has screwdrivers. It's not a small screwdriver either, is it? It was just in my no. pocket when I got up this morning. It's not. It's not the size of it. It's what you do with it anyway. It's what you do with it anyway. Yeah. I was uh, installing a. Uh, I was installing an oven uh, last night. The oven went kaput uh, over the weekend. Yeah. Can I? Can uh, I come in on that? Um, uh, it was quite yeah. unsettling knowing right. what you know about you. I know you as well as as most, right. perhaps better than some. And I'm sitting there just watching the re. I'm just watching Bake Off that I recorded from the night before, having a nice time. Mm. I've had dinner. Yeah. Wife and I sat on the on the sofa. And you were going. I wish I had an oven. Got a photo. Got to do my own baking. Got a photo message from Pete Donaldson on the WhatsApp. That's always a str- that's always a worry. Always a worry. Um, yeah. Because one, it could be. Does, do I want my wife to see it? Do I want the wife I've got access to to see it? Um, to what's he done? And then when you see the photo pop up and it's just a photo of an oven and you saying, I've saved 100 quid by installing my own oven, 
I was yeah. straight on the BBC front page of the website looking for one of those photos <laughs> from aerial photos of a, of a, of a, of a house that's just disappeared because <laughs> of a gas explosion. Yeah, I think... Um, yeah, but I was just very surprised that um, Curry's uh, seemed... I don't think it was Curry's you got it from, or ear or owl. Um, I think it's uh, terrible that they force you... They don't force you, but they say, look, if you want us to install this oven, it's 100 fucking knots. Yeah. All you got to do is put a fucking plug on it. And then fucking slide it in, if you've measured yeah. it right. Measure twice, buy once, and all that. Yeah. I'm paying the 100 quid every time. <laughs> because I just, I just don't... It's the safety net aspect of it. Yeah, but the, you, it's not like they're insured for it. If it, if it burns down the house, it's, you, you, you know, it's, 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 the, it's hot point that are on the hook. But, yeah, but they're I'm all not sitting there in my, in my shell of a house with a pissing rain going, oh, at least I'm insured. I'm going, I haven't got a house. <laughs> But I always sort of like. But I always sort of uh, like. It's all sort of like a frame, like a burning frame of a house, and the cats are in the, the cats are still in the sink. Going, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're just yeah. staying here. I, we'll I would, fine. I would have put the fire out, but the cats drank all the water out of the tap. <laughs> but anyway, just because we keep digressing, and I get, I, I get criticism a lot on this show for not keeping you on message. So just tell us quickly, sports on. It's out think... every what Tuesday. I, d- I don't think anyone has ever criticised either of us online. I don't think people care enough, Luke. It's oh, out wait. every Tuesday morning uh, for the morning commute. Uh, have a listen. It's a lot of fun. Uh, in recent uh, memory, uh, uh, one of their number shaved uh, something offensive into their own pubes. Uh, the next episode was uh, trying to fish a kinder egg out of a dog's bum. Uh, the next episode, I think, might involve... Titus Bramble and Sean Longstaff uh, reading a kid's book. Uh, and it's just it's just a lot of fun. It's yeah, a lot you, of fun, even if you don't like sport, even if you don't like football, even if you've never heard TalkSport. Um, it's just a bit of a giggle, really. And there's actually um, TalkSport presenters who've like retweeted the Sports On link, which yeah. is amusing. I well, wouldn't my, do my, that. I, was, I, was I speaking, wouldn't do that if I was employed. I was speaking to Mark yesterday, and mm. uh, he was saying that it's, a, it's actually born out of love it's like you know he's, he, he, he wouldn't they wouldn't be able to do such an accurate parody of it which i think it is very accurate actually um without you know being well versed in the subject matter by definition right so in many mm. ways it'll be seen as a it should be seen as a kind of yeah, you know, it's a piss take but i mean you know, if not, you don't, not if from not, my end i had to fucking listen to about five days of it <laughs> i was on talk sport for two and a half years have a bit of respect didn't listen back then <laughs> i was the 14th probably the 14th or 15th best presenter in the, in the daytime slots yeah i know yeah, um, I know you but, were. But anyway, it's, it is worth listening to. I think if you like the ramble and you like Luke and Peter, you will like that. It's, it's, it's basically just clever, funny, surrealist um, comedy, I would say. Um, yeah. Episode 15 uh, is entirely broadcasted from a chemical toilet. Uh, yeah, with Frank Lampard, right? Frank Lampard uh, makes an appearance, let's yeah, say. Yeah, he's involved. Um, <laughs> obviously not the real Frank Lampard. Um, you, when you just said then, oh, yeah, I don't think anyone really criticises us um, because no one cares... Right, you, your timing couldn't have been worse, and I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> I was, and this is the thing I probably like doing the least of this job. Okay, I was forced by Charlie and by the social media team mm. to do my first eleven for the first game of the Euro of the World Cup. Right, okay, and they what they make you do is they make you do an eleven. They, they put it in the graphic. And they put it on the the, well, they do. They said you've got to do it because it's, it's, it's part of the social media plan. You've got to do it. It's part of the social media. You've got to do yeah, it. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, I'm in a position. I can't, I can't. You know this as well as I do. You can't make the people who's actually who are actually working really hard jobs harder by refusing to do stuff. Right. Correct. Yeah. Um, so I had to do it. They put it in the graphic. They put it online. The reason I hate doing it is because hell hath no fury like 
someone picking a team that's slightly different to the team that they would have picked. So endless, endless shit. The only thing that got me through it them. was that Marcus's, Marcus was worse. <laughs> Marcus's team was worse. So, I got so what, was the, what was the main issue? I noticed that your teams were almost entirely uh, identical. Tomorrow at the back and, and a couple of other changes from, from, from what Gareth's putting out, spaffing yeah. out at the moment. Um, yeah. What, 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 uh, what, what, what was the thing that uh, oh, yeah. got people so upset? Oh, a nice way of uh, showing that you know absolutely nothing about football. Oh, yeah. Um, cheers for that. Oh, yeah, because he does play on the right. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, what? Because yeah, it's just endless crap. And of course, I right. ignore it. Of course, I just mute and move on. But I'm, what I'm saying is, you're telling me I don't get any stick, and I do. I just, I'm, I just, I'm just worried about, like, because I go on Twitter and, I, you know, you have a little giggle about what. Yeah, but you think you're too cool for social media these days, don't but, you? But you, but you go, you go on Twitter. It's like, it's like. A wasteland because <laughs> you've muted everyone. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's true. like it's like uh, um, I am legend. It's like there's just no one around. Yeah, I run. I run my Twitter like a Tim Pot African dictator. <laughs> like everyone has to agree with me, right. or they get they get muted. And I'll tell you why. Because it's not a fucking public service. It's my Twitter no. account, and I, yeah. and I use Twitter because I want to read stuff from people that I think are actually interesting. I don't want to set up end. Until I also upset, mute. Yeah, and then if, just if, mute town. If you don't, if you don't, um, if you don't follow me, I don't even see your mentions. <laughs> so it's like it's, honestly, uh, mate. I'll curate it as as I want. Um, okay, fair I think good. that's the way. I think that's the way forward. I really do. I think it's a really sensible way of doing things. And you and you are, and you are someone who thinks you're way too cool for social media. You post. I don't. On, like, I just. I just. I'm just not very good at it. So why? Why bother? <laughs> why, I think you. you I think you. You're still struggling to get over the painful loss of Vine. Yeah, I am, and I've and I've I'm still a, a couple of people actually pointed out uh, on Twitter that um, I'm yet to do my uh, celebrated magic trick. I'm going to buy it. In the yeah, I've actually I've actually wrote out my notes for today. Yeah, I've got to mention and also that. and also I've got to do my um, my first and only TikTok uh, with the with the little car thing that put where the man pulls his pants down. But I've got to do it quick before people <laughs> before great people idea. stop using masks. Rory needs to get on the case and start hassling you for this. The thing is, Rory, the, the, thing, the way you get away with it is Rory's so busy anyway that he can't, hasn't yeah. got time to corral you. He, he literally cannot put, I think it would be demeaning for him and demeaning for his work rate generally to have to write in his day book, need to get Pete to do that pants pulling down car trick on TikTok. I don't yeah. think he should have to put himself through that. He's a young man. No, He's got his I life ahead so. of him. Well, I, had, I, I dragged him in on a sports hall little uh, social video a couple of years ago. He was playing um, producer who provides... Uh, uh, Ian five ankles with a cup of tea. So nice, really big stuff. It's not. It's not. A, that's not a stretch for him. No, no. As a, as a, as a role, because he does make he does make, make a lot of very good tea. So good, good on him. I say. And um, Peter, I wanted to bring this in as a conversational topic. So I was out in um, London last week, and I went to go to see something which I think I'll probably talk about later in the week. So I don't talk about what, what it is specifically here. But on yeah. the walk, I saw a blue plaque on the wall. Um, and, so, and, and, and this is a great example of things that I'm really interested in that, that you're not. Yeah. Uh, and that is like looking at blue plaques. I would probably walk around London on a blue plaque trail, probably, if it's, that was an offer. The, the, I am interested in blue plaques, but I, I don't know what it is. I just never see one that I've got any uh, any idea who the hell they are. It's always like the inventor. Uh, Brian Harvey one with the baked, baked potatoes. Well, it's just, it's just like, it's always just like, yeah, the um, uh, the George Michael smashing it snappy snaps one. Yeah. Um, no, it's like, um, it's always like the, it's always like a writer I've never heard of or yeah. a celebrated scientist and they lived there for like one year and I'm yeah. like, I know nothing 
about chemistry of the 1800s. I it's just great, don't it's a great know excuse to get to get a little notepad or get your phone out, make a note of the person, and have a look later when you get home. You know? yeah. yeah, you could. I mean, you, you know, obviously you are way too busy being a bigger boy and putting your oven in and doing all these practical things. But you could, you know, you could do that. Anyway, it, it reminds so, me. Actually, I was so walking so through. I was walking through Leicester Square once, and um, I was on my way to start a slightly new job at Capital Radio, which was based in Leicester Square. Mm. And um, on the way in, I walked through Leicester Square, and there's a bust of um, Sir Joshua Reynolds, right? I don't know if you know that. Is, is it um, is it something you're aware of? Outside outside of my uh, uh, okay, so he's uh, like a, he's like a, a, quite a quite I suppose quite a famous English portrait painter, right? Okay, uh, and I, I mean, he's obviously I don't know anything about art, but I imagine he's done something brilliant, so that's why he's got a bust. And as I was walking through the square, uh, I saw <laughs> I saw a guy who's a bit older than me, like jokingly, but nonetheless, say to someone with him, "You haven't heard of Sir Joshua Reynolds, right?" <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, fair enough." And at the time, I probably hadn't heard of him, so I didn't get involved. I didn't know him. And uh, as I went to start my new job, it was fucking Tom Irison, who was the guy I was actually going to be working for. Oh right, okay. So, so I, was- I said to him. Were you berating someone in Leicester Square this morning about not knowing who Joshua Reynolds was? And he was like, yeah, I was, and they should know who they were. What they teach at the schools these days? It was a really interesting introduction to a new boss. But anyway, tell I, I, I would very much like to say to that man, uh, like, there's a lot on, I mean, in schools. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, out of all the things you need to learn, I, 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 I agree. We sh- I couldn't give a shit about fucking Henry VIII. I couldn't give a shit about any of the kings. Fuck that. Like, yeah. tell me how fucking Turkey was made. Like, you know... Tell me, like, the, 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 I was talking about um, uh, this uh, quite recently. Like, uh, I remember, like, some people got to do an economics module in, like, maths. And that would have been actually quite useful for Liz a grown-up Pete Donaldson. Because I don't know fuck all about yeah. that. And I'm also, saying... like, where, where geography and history, they don't like to step on each other's toes. So geography, you're, they're obsessed the with fucking rocks and the <laughs> yeah. rain cycle. Yeah. But they never sort of say... The you know how North Korea and South Korea came to be you know yeah. like th- those things would actually be quite useful I don't give a shit about the rocks that's chemistry for me that's chemistry I'm not having it don't make me get the Wi-Fi I have access to in it <laughs> you can't yeah she she literally presented me with a geology themed T-shirt the day before yesterday yeah or, or give us a geology lesson I, I don't yeah. I, but but I I don't think geog I don't think geography and history should should be separate. no I think it's a I good point I, it upsets me terribly. I think it's part of a wider point around how a lot of the things that are taught aren't that relevant. But anyway, can I just really just make this point? Because I, I want to go back to the original point and I'm going to get lost. So I just want to be better at world law. Tom, Tom yeah. Yeah, that's exactly that's a good point. So Tom Morrison, he hasn't, he hasn't given permission of his name to be on this show, but he's a good lad, so I'm sure he won't care. And he'll never find out. Um, so right. that was the introduction to him. And, and then... And he was a really lovely fella. I think yeah. he was just, you know, just taking the piss or whatever. But anyway, the greatest ever Tom Harrison story, which you won't believe, but I'll tell you anyway, yeah. is that I worked for him for, with him for a while. And at one point, we had to go out for this lunch. We had to meet these clients for this lunch. And um, uh, our friend, our mutual friend that we also worked with booked the table under his name. He said, look, can you book it under my name? And she, um, she did that. And then it was a restaurant run by people who, I guess, who weren't speaking English as their foreign language. So someone who, so English is their first language. So someone who yeah. took the reservation down, wrote, scribbled his name in a book, which they would probably have done then, but manually, yeah, and um, not confirmed it. And then another person who wasn't speaking English as their first language, obviously called the table name out right. when we got there because it was quite busy, and they said, yeah. "Wait here, your table ready in a minute," and they called the name. Right, no word of a lie, and I heard this with my own ears. In the lobby of a restaurant in town, a 
I think probably a Middle Eastern gentleman who was working there, the maitre d', shouted out in front of us and in front of the clients, um, Tony asshole. <laughs> Tony asshole. <laughs> and we were like, what? And, we, and obviously Tom didn't like go over because it's not, his name isn't Tony anyway. And he just kept shouting, Tony asshole, Tony asshole. And then this, the, the girl we work with, the guy, we go, do you mean Tom Morrison? And he was like, oh yeah, I think it's Tom Morrison. And we were like, yeah, great. Tony and from then on, asshole. everyone called him Tony asshole. That's, it, he w- that's annoying that because he he's done be, nothing. He's done nothing he's to, done deserve, nothing to that. deserve that. No, it's <laughs> great. He wants a new name. Tony yeah, asshole. Tony asshole. Anyway, so Blue Plaques. Uh, I was walking through West London. I forget which part, Kensington maybe. <laughs> and I saw a blue plaque on the wall, exactly as you kind of alluded to there. It was like, you don't really know anything about it. And um, it was for a guy uh, called, let me get this right, because I don't want to mess it up. It was a, for a guy called Fred Russell, right? Right. And uh, he's, um, he's, he's born, he born in 1862, died in 1957. And he's listed as the father of modern ventriloquism, right? Okay. So he's the first person... To stick a um, a, du- a dummy on his knee and do that act, right? okay, and he did yeah. it in the music halls in like in the like, mid eighteen fifty or whatever. That would later. have blown people's fucking yeah, and, minds. And, and then I guess my onto my point. I've got two things. One is how mad would that have been for the first time to see that, and two, <laughs> how did he have that idea? Where does yeah. that come from? Yeah, how? <sighs> I mean, he, he he probably was celebrated like anything like that. He probably took it from somewhere else, but like. To, I would very much like to see what his dummy was and how it kind of worked. Presumably it still exists somewhere. I'd quite like to see how fucking realistic and horrible. It would have been so frightening. And, 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 and so, so he's the first person to use the dummy that you know is a frightening dummy. Yeah. But... Um, and and he started out as a journalist. He he didn't he wasn't even a performer as a, in his early life. He started out as a journalist, and he just decided to start doing it. And he was doing it all the way through to the nineteen fifties. I think he was doing it until the age of about ninety five. Oh, so it's right? quite recent then. It's quite. Right. A recent I mean, he started in like the eighteen eighties, I think. Right. Um, but as you say, I think there was ventriloquist acts before that. Um, but to me, it well, just feels like, like a really knee. weird stretch. I think with if you've got like a little dummy, a little posh dummy with a with a um, uh, an eyeglass, a a monocle, yeah, uh, and a little moving mouth. I mean, uh, just horrific. <laughs> to the point of where you can't for the see. First time. I've not met anyone who doesn't find it frightening. Yeah, so how is it so popular? <laughs> like I remember Harry Hill used to do one, which was terrifying. And I was about fifteen at the time. I still found it terrifying. And uh, <laughs> I've I've never spoken to anyone of any age that hasn't gone. Yeah, a bit creepy. Those aren't they? We probably, I think we've spoken about Stufa before, but Harry Hill's uh, ventriloquist uh, this puppet where this little horrible blue uh, latex animal, latex cat. Uh, come on, that's Stufa. It, Stufa. You, he, that's it, he, Stufa. You help me. Just use his hand it, as a glove. <laughs> he's just opening up an envelope yeah. with Stufa's mouth. I, 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 shit. Yeah. It's always Bunty Hoban. He's, he's <laughs> let, sent the letter in. I'd also uh, recommend that on that, if you like being... Um, terrified and you like horror films um along that line um there's a great movie that came out in the late 70s called yeah. uh, magic have you seen that no i haven't it's directed by richard attenborough and it's start and the main part is anthony hopkins in a brilliant turn as the main um i think he's the ventriloquist right and it's about a um a kind of possessed ventriloquist dummy it's fucking absolutely terrifying i remember i watched it with my mum in like the late 90s i think we had it on vhs for some reason or something it was on telly or something yeah and we watched it fuck me it was so frightening 
It's definitely worth a watch if you get a chance. So give give that there a go. go. That's our film of the week. It is. It's our film yeah. of the week. Um, yeah. Should we have a quick break, Peter? All right, then. We'll then be we'll back in a minute back. with we'll more then. of this. Yeah, we'll do a bit more of this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the Luke and Pete Show on Monday the 3rd of October. Pete and Luke uh, with you. Shall we do some emails, Luke? Yeah, why not? Baff out a couple. Uh, hello to Harry. Morning, lads. Uh, I don't know if I was just having a dream yesterday at Heathrow Airport. The jet lag was very bad. But I think I saw Pete at Passport Security. Sadly, I was too far back in the queue, but I think he is quite the character to recognise. A couple of pe- uh, questions, though. Pete is smaller than I thought in real life, and why was his rucksack so big? It looks like he was going on DFE. Is that <laughs> Duke of Edinburgh? Uh, I'm a few weeks behind on the pod, so my questions may have already been answered, but keep up the good work, lads. Uh, Harry, uh, that is my big bag, is actually a, uh, a three-capacity suit roll. Yeah. Uh, that I keep on my uh, my, and that was that was a week and a day's worth of clothing. So I think I did all right, to be honest. Yeah, but D-O-B. you are smaller in real life, though, aren't you? Than people think. Yeah, and, and that does accentuate the size of my backpack. Yeah, it makes your bag look bigger, yeah. I guess. And yeah. and also, I was uh, on the way out uh, with my big backpack. Uh, I forgot the, I forgot the little wire. That, uh, that that plugs into my wireless headphones, and I was like, it like uh, noise cancelling headphones, and I, yeah. yeah. And I uh, and I forgot the wire that plugs into the uh, the actual um, entertainment system on the on the flight. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I've That's got annoying. two. I managed to find myself two pairs of those free uh, things you get, uh, 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 headphones, earphones you get on flights. Yeah. And so I started stripping the wires and Oh, you told me about this. You shouldn't be doing this on a flight. You shouldn't be stripping copper wire on a flight. It makes people nervous. Imagine them together. Insufferable man to travel with you are. The amount of stories I was thinking, of how insufferable you are with travelling is it's incredible. But but if you ever need a fucking example of how uh, how fucking white privilege fucking works, it's me on a flight with a massive backpack uh, stripping copper wire in my economy MacGyver. seat at the back of the plane. <laughs> trying to patch it together. Fucking I, work, I, I though. Could... Did you actually get it working? Got it working. That's very good. To be fair, the result speaks for itself there. But the amount of (laughs) stories I can think of just off the top of my head of you being insufferable while travelling. One is bursting a blister over an Orthodox Jewish woman. Yeah. Yeah. Two, um, when your shampoo exploded in your bag on the way back from Santorini that time and you had to come out of the queue and basically clean down your whole bag as we were boarding the plane. Yeah. Um, And I'm I'm still... more of a relaxed traveller than you are. Yeah. Well, I'm just very straight. I'm just very highly strung. You're, you're quite well. highly strung in a in an yeah. airport situation, which amuses and, me. And also, the final one I want to say is when we were on tour somewhere, I went to get a train, and you would mm. probably, to be fair, to your credit, you'd probably been doing the, the late night shift on the radio the night before or something, and you were tired. And um, you went off on the train. It was a long train journey. I think we we're putting out to Scotland or something. And you w- went up to another carriage and um, fell asleep in a couple of seats on your own. Yeah, and um, but didn't wake up, so we had to run down there and fucking rustle you awake, trying to drag you off the train before the train pulled out again. Yeah, 
In terms of being dragged off a train, I tell yeah, you it's what. Just, it's just, it's just, it's very difficult. I think, I think what it is is, I am quite highly strung by nature. When I'm travelling with my wife, I'm fine. I think it's just a combination of you and our mate John and me when we travel together. It's just a terrible combination. Because <laughs> he just wants to get pissed all the time. You are <laughs> insane. And I just want to get on the plane and get home or get there or whatever. So it's a, yeah. it's a great combination. Are you disappointed that our friend Harry didn't come up and say hello? Or do you prefer people to keep their distance? I, I, people um, don't say hello as much as they used to. But maybe I'm just not around London quite so much. You know what I mean? Like yeah. b- back in London, I used to get like we used to get spotted like every week. But because I don't, I'm not in London very often. You said people uh, don't give a shit earlier. Say again. You said earlier people don't give a shit. People don't give a shit about what? About you? About us? Yeah. No, I mean I wouldn't. <laughs> but they give they give enough of a shit to grab you when you're in Soho. Yeah, I I I think the be- the best picture that has ever been taken of me uh, was me. Still pretty pissed out of my head at uh, an early flight from, I think, either Sweden or Romania. Uh, uh, and somebody took a picture of me getting onto the flight, looking really dishevelled. Uh, and they'd clearly sent it to their mate on on Snapchat uh, with the title, like, look at this spooky dude. Because um, they'd spotted me. Yeah. And uh, it's, I look fucking incredible, Luke. It's the best picture anyone's ever well, taken. Why well, have I not seen it? I'll, I'll find it somewhere, but it, yeah. it's it's a fucking good photo of me, and I am hanging. I am you, absolutely hanging. Have you got? Um, is that, have you got a frame behind you in that in that in that office? I think I can see it. I know <laughs> yeah, that's a massive, uh, massive good. statue of some kind of Chinese Communist Party representative. Yeah. There he is. There he is. Yeah. I don't know what he's up to. Um, yeah. All right, Peter. Well, why don't we just squeeze one more email in before we go? And this is from Usman Diallo, uh, right. who held it to you, Usman. He says, um, the title of the email is, please give me guidance, workplace rules and etiquette. Um, so he is scraping the barrel here coming to us. Hi, Luke and Pete. Hope you were a long-time listener, first-time emailer. After graduating from university, I've ended up securing a better-than-anticipated office job, and I'm due to start soon. I just turned 21, and my only prior experience is a part-time job at Sports Direct. As veteran rat race participants, what advice would you and your listeners give me on how not to embarrass myself? Note, most of my co-workers will be much older than me. Thanks, and keep up the good work, Usman. Now, Pete, you are not a rat race veteran at all, really. You're not an office guy, are you? No, no, not really, no. I mean, you don't even no. spend much time in our office. <laughs> I, spend, uh, uh, I spend more time than you do. No, you, you spend more time me. in... No, listen, be, I'm being specific. You're not actually someone who sits down in the office at your desk doing office no, things. You're doing other like stuff. It. I'm not saying don't you don't like turn it. up to work, um, but you're not someone who sits around doing the rat race type stuff. I have done more of that traditionally, mm. um, and I have embarrassed myself more times than probably anyone in that <laughs> environment. So I'm probably not the best person to ask. But mm. I would say this. If you've done a job at Sports Direct... That's going to I mean that's going to be far more horrific than working in an office with some people who are older than you. The older people will probably just be set in their ways, won't want you to make a dickhead of yourself by asking stupid questions over and over again or being an idiot as in behaving in, you know, a weird way. And they want you to keep quiet and get on with your job probably. I think that doing shop work, customer facing work, in fact something like McDonald's as well, I would say. I, I would massively favour, if we had to hire someone young, I would massively favour someone who'd worked in McDonald's that, that, who hadn't because the pressure's high, it's fast-paced, mm. you've got to get things right, you've got to be on the detail, you've got to be accurate, and it's relentless. I think if you can do that, I think you're pretty much halfway there. I, I read something, in, uh, it might even be in like the, the Economist or something a few years ago, saying that um, 
a lot of people do really respect the old, who are hiring people, do respect the old McDonald's appearing on the CV. So young people seem a bit embarrassed about it, but you, I don't think you should be. No, and I think uh, if I could offer any advice, I'm saying cook as much um, fish in the um, in the communal microwave as you fancy. Oh yeah, uh, definitely do that. And 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 maybe consider like a really offensive screensaver. Uh, um, screensaver, uh, screen really offensive. Screensaver sort of uh, thing. Phone, probably not, are they? Probably not. A phone, yeah. uh, phone ringtone, maybe like a you know like a really sexy uh, or something. Whenever <laughs> you get a text. <laughs> I pappy or something, yeah. just yeah. really, really offensive, and and just have a general smell about you that people find offensive. I, I, I would, I would also say that obviously Pete's being sarcastic there. I would say that yeah. you a really good thing to do is to become really good friends with the IT department. That, yeah, that's because you never thing. know when you'll need. Us. You always need them, <laughs> and there are always people that can actually do things for you. Yeah. And don't forget to treat every single person you work with as your colleague, whether they're a cleaner or a director or whatever. Mm-hmm. Be kind of respectful to them. Um, yeah. That's what I would say. Well, you'll be Good fine. If you've worked for Mike Ashley, you can do this, whatever it is. Yeah, damn right. Damn um, straight. And, um, yeah, I mean, presumably sports direct is, is I mean, is as, as reports are to be believed. So that will be the toughest gig of your life, probably. <laughs> anyway, let's get out of here. All right. We will be back on Thursday with more of this. We'll do some more batteries as well. We've got a few more things to get stuck into that we didn't get time to talk about today, but we'll do it on Thursday. Um, Pete, you've got the magic trick and the TikTok video in the post at some point. We're not going to let you forget that. Our listening community will never let you forget it, so you better do it. But who knows when it will be. Stick um, together. Look after yourselves. Be kind, Pete. In a world where you can be anything, be kind. kind. Live, love, and laugh your way through this week uh, oh, remember this luck. remember this peter life isn't about avoiding the thunderstorms it's mm. about learning how to dance in the rain mm. and i've always said that yeah i've always said that especially when you put your, uh, my your, your new other in yourself yeah. all right we'll be back soon take Come it easy this. see ya Ta-da. Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.